I'm Brad. I'm Judge 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 Justin, and I'm the Cinemaiden. Listed as a top podcast for movie junkies, we are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, welcome back to the Cinema Guys. Welcome back. And tonight we have a fourth person with we us. You. Cinatoast Crunch. Cinatoast Chris. Also known as What? So if you don't know, you don't know. But every now and then we have people who see movies with us at the end of every podcast. What? We say maybe we'll see you at the we theater. Have, we have friends. And... Tonight, we're joined with someone who we saw at the theater, and they watched the movie with us. We knew him before the theater, too. Oh, yes. Well, you know, we we wouldn't just like find him it at the theater. It wasn't a rando at the theater. We're like, hey, can we be on our podcast? Do you want to be our see, friend? So, do you want to be on our podcast, please? You know, we went yeah. to see American Animals. American Animals. We were, we, were a little, uh, we were a little superhero burned out, so we went to see something else. So this week we'll talk about American Animals. We're gonna do some trailer trash. Yeah. And I feel like this might be an episode where some of our episodes, you know, we usually tend to see blockbusters more that often than not. We, we want to change thing. it up a little bit. So it'd be like Transformers, Infinity War. So everyone's like, "Yeah, I'll watch that." So if you happened upon this episode, I hope you enjoy it because it's actually a really good movie. Yeah. That uh, this is, is your worth watching. Save it. If this is your first time here. Welcome in. And if you are returning for another one, we haven't heard a word. We haven't heard a word from Senatos Crunch yet. No, we I haven't hate really heard much, have we? <laughs> hey guys, well, there he, goes. Goes. <laughs> he said a word. He did. He did said. He said, "I'm in the his house." Yeah, I said oh. something about the his house. Oh, before. the his house, right? Yeah. Before we get started, I do want to say, go out and nominate the Cinema Guys for a podcast award. Yeah, do it now. Podcastawards.com, and you can click on nominate. There's probably an animated guy there. <laughs> there's not. No, there's we are listed guys. in the we are listed yeah. in the TV and film category yeah, as well. And be as like, that's the Choice. best podcast I've ever seen in my life, guys. I've always dreamt about winning a People's Choice Award, but we would I've love this is, my, this is my this is my shot. We would love your your nomination. It would mean a lot to us. It'd be awesome. Just and it'd be awesome, as they always say. It would be it would be great just to be nominated. So we're gonna start off with our trailer trash. <laughs> Trailer trash. Ooh, we haven't done trailer trash in a while. No. Trash. We, ha- trash. we haven't done trailer trash in quite a while. Yes. We've been doing a lot of lists lately. I do like the top list. It is my favorite thing about movies. That one is, that one is fun. Do you, you watch a lot of trailers, Cinnatoast Crunch? Uh, yeah, when I'm told I'm going to be on the podcast <laughs> and that there's going to be a trailer trash segment. How many segment? trailers did you Absolutely. actually watch today? I think that I watched like 10 today. 10 today. Oh, wow. That's yeah. an aggressive amount of po- uh, Can we just call them like CTC? Where do you go for your trailer watching? It's my toast crunch. Is it IMDB? Is that where you go for your trailer watching? I just, you know, I did. I used the Google and then I did. Actually, Movie Phone had the Did you just call it the Google? The Google. But Movie Phone was like. Wow. Yeah, because I think IMDb had a lot of like Netflix series. I'm yeah, like IMDb that. has started with. If you flip through theirs, they have a lot of their own like new their own series now, mm. which Everybody's are actually doing good. It. I actually think they're actually really good to watch, but they are not just trailer, trailer, trailer. Huh. 
Now that we so, have the old, uh, our special guest right started now. off with a with the trailer. What is your your oh, yeah. trailer of oh. choice? Oh, We're starting this with the guest. CTC's going first. So he gets oh, yeah. to go first. We get okay. to start this with the guest. Aggressive. Um, okay, fine. fine. He's the guest of the cinema guy. Yeah. What do you got? All right, wait. I gotta wow I gotta us with the trailer. Okay. Oh no! Oh no! He's caught <laughs> off guard. No, Guys, I'm not, I'm not I saw no, this new movie. Totally prepared. No, so uh, yeah, so in researching for this uh, mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. today, I I came across the trailer for Mandy. Which, Mandy, yes. is it like was, a Barry Manilow? I, I was documentary? Say, like, I was hoping that it was like an entire movie based on the story of the Barry Manilow <laughs> That'd song, be a Mandy, great which movie. would be outstanding. See, but I thought it was a Christian it, film with Mandy, uh, Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore, she's right. No, that's right. Wa- yeah, Mandy Moore. Yeah, there you she, go. She did Her. that. I walked. Remember, no. she was real religious. Yeah, she was a thing. Super. She was the, <laughs> But no, it turns out it's 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 just another Nicolas Cage movie. But not Nick Cage. Wait, wait, but not just another Nicolas. Could you imagine Nicolas Cage saying Mandy for two hours? Mandy. Nicolas Cage as Barry Manilow. He just says Mandy the entire time. He just says Mandy. He doesn't even like. He doesn't even sing it. He just says it in different situations. I just always pictured a girl like Mandy. That sounded more Keanu Reeves to me than Nicholas Cage. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keanu would never say Mandy like that. He would say it way better. Mandy. Mandy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, tell us about Mandy. Well, I just, okay, but, but I, do, I do have to click, like, I have to read the, the one very long sentence uh, synopsis from IMDb because I think it's amazing. Mandy is set in the primal wilderness of mm-hmm. 1983, <laughs> which, first of all, is really weird to me. Cause primal that's like really, wilderness. Right. It like makes it sound like 1983 itself was yeah. a primal was, was wilderness. Was it was 1983, not 1883? Way before I was born. 1983. So I wasn't here yet. So when we were back to the future, we were also thinking of... Wilderness. Wilderness. Not the whole year. It was like an existential unhinged religious sect who slaughtered the love of his life. What? I mean, come on. It looks it, insane. This sounds it looks, amazing. It looks, it looks so a religious insane. sect so killed a woman and now he's hunting. Now, it's like the 1983 yeah. Nicolas Cage version of John Wick. And he's Nicolas Cage. Kind and the, of. The crazy thing about it is But that, even like, crazier. There, it, it looks like you little killed bits my of, wife. Seriously, it looks like take the um, take the biker from hell from Raising Arizona Nice. Except okay. instead of like the biker, it's like a monster on a motorcycle, which oh, is really weird. Like okay. in the in the trailer, and then take little bits of like Evil Dead, where so like Nicolas Cage like fights with chainsaws and fashions. Wow, some he's weird really weapon. sunken, hasn't he? And, Ooh, it uh, has like a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Really, like a ninety-seven yeah. percent. It's crazy. And, what? And, yeah. And, but take those things which sound kind of fun, and then watch the trailer, and you're like, this is not fun at all. This wow. is this is like deeply disturbing. Oh, but, it's gonna. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm into Great it. Great trailer yeah. trash. That was cinnamon toast. Wow, CTC is gonna be replacing <laughs> me. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in because mine follows the next year after the to, primal 1983. Don't don't ask yeah. us. Oh, don't yeah. ask us no. if we want to share our trailers. Oh, I won't. Fine. I won't. I'm You're just going to jump right you're in. Not. You're taking was that not, was the initiative. Primal, the next year of Primal Wilderness as well. <laughs> Mine was not a Primal Wilderness. Uh, my my movie was, is uh, called Resident Summer of '84. Summer of 1984. Summer of 1984. What happens in 1984? Summer of '84 is my movie. What happens? There is, is a there group. A girl named Mandy. There is no girl named Mandy. Okay. There is a group of kids. It's very. It seems very like um, kids. Stand by me ish mm. group of kids at eighty four. Oh, I oh, saw yeah. this trailer. 
but they they think there's a boring. there's a silly serial killer in their town. Right. And then but don't you feel like it's like guys? The, everyone loves Stranger Things. Yeah, exactly. I thought I it looked know, exactly yeah. like Stranger Things. That's exactly Especially what I thought. Especially the music too. in the trailer kind of felt that way, but I was intrigued, and I want I, I do want to see. It. I love the eighties. I'm a child Meh. of the eighties. <laughs> I feel like we've done that before. <laughs> They're just mad because I went before them. Exactly. I didn't uh, give I didn't give them Cinemission to go first. Uh, Cinemation? No. Your go. Hold on, but I got two. You want a sandwich? Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Number one. Of course you have two. Of course I have two. Number one, I think the best... Who I know that there is a job of someone who makes trailers, and their job is to make you want to see the movie regardless <laughs> of yeah. what content is actually What's in the film. What's that job title? Trailer maker. They call them trailer maker. Uh, there's also trailer maker's assistant, and they help out. And there's also they get trailer coffee. maker good boy. and he Runner. Trailer maker does, runner. Yeah, Wait, not best stuff. boy, just good boy. No, it's good, good boy. It's good, oh, good boy. It's good boy. It's a trailer. Hey, there's a good Korean rap song um, called Good Boy. I think this is one of the best trailers I've seen as far as the art of trailer making. Uh, so I love, 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 love all the Rockies. I loved Creed. And so the trailer for Creed 2 has come out. And you, at you first, I about this last week. Yeah, but I didn't go into detail. Oh, Bradford. I'm sorry. sorry. 90% of the trailer, I'm like, okay, fine. I get it. You're fighting some person. That's what they all do. But I, I find myself asking the question as I'm watching the trailer because they're like, I can't fight him. Yes, you can. You got to do this. He, I got to do this, this for my mom. Week. I got to do this, blah, blah. He, the whole gave, time, he like, gave the big punchline. He yeah. did all this last week. Yeah, and well, I'm doing it again, dude. And. The whole Let time, him live his best life. I was I like, it's gonna repeat what it. are they talking? Who is he fighting? I are asked myself who they're fighting. And then the guy to. takes off his robe and it says across his back, Drago. And he's fighting Ivan Drago, his son. Well, yeah, hopefully he's not fighting Dolph Lundgren. But what I'm excited, what I'm more excited to see is the first time Sylvester Stallone and Dolph Lundgren are on screen together as... Uh, Rocky and Ivan Drago again, and they get to converse again, and their sons are now fighting or adopted son, sort of, and real son. Maybe he'll <laughs> go. My son will break your yeah, and maybe his son other will is piece of iron. The guy who's playing Ivan Drago's son is like, and if you know Michael B. Jordan, he's a pretty buff dude. The guy who's playing Ivan Drago is three times his size. So anyways, I think that trailer is really well done. I like the use of music. I like everything. I, it makes me want to see it. And my second one, I'll save for after our Cine Maiden's sandwich. So Your I'm going to go. about a sandwich? No. Oh. Did you just look it up right now? Uh, yeah. Oh, so it looks I'd like uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 is a uh, new one. It's no, coming out. No. How to so I was going to go with I was going to go with Black Klansman, but I think I'm going to go with Ooh, uh, Mary Queen of Scots. So really, you yeah, have two. I've not seen the trailer for this because we all want to see Black Klansman now. So we all want to see Black Klansman. And uh, Mary Queen of Scots. It's got Sersha. 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 Ah, Sersha. 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 She's saying a song. I hope she. I hope she sang a song about it. And all of us Americans trying to say Sersha. Sersha Ronan. If you're listening, let us know how to say it properly. No, it's definitely she sings a whole song about it on Saturday Night Live. She does. Sersha. She does. And then Margot Robbie. Is uh, Queen Both Elizabeth great actress? Uh, what movie is this? It's called Mary Queen of Scots, and it's about Queen Elizabeth. It's and called Queen Mary. Of, and Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah, this was uh, I actually watched this. This one of the time I watched it. I'm it does look of you. really good. I'm proud of you. It does yeah. look really good. And I went to when I was in Edinburgh. 
I think it was when I was in Edinburgh. There's a whole like a whole museum about Mary Queen of Scots, and it looks really fascinating. So I think seeing a movie about who her is Mary cool. Queen of Scots? Tell us. She was supposed to go to the, the throne, but she didn't. I don't really know her story very well. She was a strong, tall, maybe you have to watch woman. the movie to learn. Watch the redheaded movie. It's about Good. sisters. Their mm. sisters, uh, Elizabeth the First and Mary Queen of ah. Scots. And nice. Are yeah, they sisters? About, yeah. I thought they were cousins. Do they sing a song that goes sisters? Sisters. What is your second one? Uh, my second one is actually, I, and again, it's not about this one. It's not about the trailer because I think Creed Two will probably just be okay, but the trailer was so well done. <laughs> this one, the trailer's not great, but the concept of the movie, I think, is actually brilliant. Wonder Park. Oh, I just watched that today. So, it looked- Jackass, right? We've all encountered Jackass in the nineties. We get it. We get that you do dumb things, and we laughed then. But you lost the thing. You lost the the bad grandpa, like. I think actually was I, I think actually bad grandpa was pretty bad. I was like, yeah, this isn't good. It's like, what does it have to do with but, Wonder Park? But because it's Johnny Knoxville, Wonder Park is an animated yeah. movie. Wow, it's not called Wonder Park. No, wow. what is it called? It's Action Point or something like that. It came out like two I totally ago. thought it was called Wonder Park. No, wow, I am totally wrong. Whatever the Johnny Knoxville. One is what's is it called? Look it up. Everyone's on, well, the, on their devices. that one. That one already came out to the theater, no failed way. and went away. Yeah, it came out in June. Well, I still like, want to talk about the trailer because I think it's good. What is it called? It's called Action Point. Action Point. Well, that movie. Are you sure it's come out already? Yes. Well, I'm still it talking. Flopped about it. I don't hardcore. Care. Yeah. I think is a brilliant idea because they took what's already been done, which is Jackass, and they have made it and they added a narrative to it. To where they have a narrative of a film, but they're still doing the stunts themselves. I think that's actually pretty with, brilliant. With a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm really, I, who cares about Rotten Tomatoes? But I am sad that it did not do well because I think that they actually, well, I wonder if it's because no one knows who they are anymore. They're sort of done. Or the movie was really bad and nobody wanted to see it. Ah, see, I don't think that's the case. I, I, I think I'm the case over the whole Jackass thing. I thought one, it was funny right, but for, you're old. for a bit. But we're all old. The, the newer kids They're don't, all our age. No, no, the newer kids don't know Jackass because all they know is YouTube. So back then, Jackass was YouTube. It was the skate videos. It was the new stuff. So they're actually cousins. I was right. Okay. Ooh, not, um, not sister. Looks like Queen, everyone's wrong tonight. Queen Elizabeth <laughs> was the child of Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn. Mm-hmm. And Mary Queen of Scots is the daughter of James V of Scotland and Mary of Guise. Geese. Okay. Well, so, cousins really, over there. Re- yeah. And movies that aren't called what I said they were called. <laughs> Wonder, but also Wonder, a trailer for a movie called Wonder Park came out yesterday. Oh, and I it's think, an animated I think I movie. I saw probably the thing. I was like, oh, that must be the Johnny Knoxville one. And no. I just assumed. So look for the Johnny Knoxville on What Video is Wonder Park about? Soon. Let's hear about Wonder Park. <laughs> <laughs> is this a movie with animals? There are some animals in uh-huh. it. And what do they and do? And a girl finds a park, kind of it's it's all grown over in mm-hmm. like a forest. Like and, a secret garden. And she unlocks some magic that opens like the park. Like a secret garden. Up. Yeah. And, and then, now people come and see the secret garden so, and they're yeah. inspired by its love? I think so, yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> sounds nothing well, like Wonder Jack Park ass. sounds nothing. like a great film also. <laughs> I was wondering where he was going when he said Wonder Park. And no, I really thought that was uh, the Johnny Knoxville one. Because yeah, I knew it was an animated <laughs> thing. I'm like, they made like a animated jackass yeah, for like kids I, I was like that is not what i got from the trailer at all so 
What I'm gathering is that <laughs> the Johnny Knoxville film did not do well. It did not do oh, well. Poor guy. I think that he was cool, but I also am a skater from the 90s. And like, if you're not a skater from the 90s, you don't 10, get it. 15 years ago, he was cool. You don't get it. He was doing stuff when no one was doing it. I'm not saying that. I watched all that like 10, 15 years ago. Did you ever watch the uh, CK2000 or whatever they were? Before they were jackass, they were just these skate videos. No, I never watched them before that. Yeah, I did watch them. I did, and they were cool. Do you have any trailers out there that you would love us to watch? And you're like, oh my gosh, Infinity Wars 2 looks good. Contact us. Just go to our website, wearethecinemaguys.com. We got everything on there. You can contact us. You can donate to our Patreon. Wearethecinemaguys.com. Contact us. You can donate to our Patreon on our website so yeah if you're out there and you were like oh my gosh these guys need some money to do something <laughs> let's move into our our big feature we're changing it up from our blockbusters Ooh. we went we went to visit our friends at the esquire theater this esquire week, theater which we love. anyone in cincinnati should go check out the esquire, the esquire is one of my favorite theaters i love it so much and we went to see and american lately, man, animals they are just hitting all cylinders playing probably really good movies, movies. whatever we're seeing <laughs> like I, it is that I feel like it's that time of the season where the the Cinemarks and the Regals and all the big ones are playing well, the Blahs. It's all just blockbusters right now. It's the summer. But the Esquire and... Untied and it's totally hitting Academy stream. season where they're starting to hit things <laughs> no. where I'm like, there are some really good movies out that we're missing out of by going to the and big theaters. American Animals is the first movie that uh, Movie Pass Ventures is, and if you don't have a Movie Pass for nine ninety nine, you could totally see all the movies you ever want, yeah. and possibly a little so, more. So what, later. Yeah. what led you guys to choose American Animals? I'm just curious because you usually do do blockbusters. Well, I had no idea what it was about. Yes, you said do do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I had nothing. I had nothing. I had no idea I what it was about. Thought it was about people who wore animal masks, based on. Uh, the I poster. thought it was going to be like a like a heist movie, like Ocean's Eleven. And a friend, a friend of ours, Mike from the podcast, The Future Jam, saw it, and he highly recommended it. So I was like, "Hey, let's go see this." I heard a lot because it was Movie Pass's first movie that they're right. releasing under the Movie Pass Ventures. So I was like, "Oh, kind of check it and out." And I would say it is the second I, I hadn't best seen any movie trailer I have seen in the last five months. I didn't watch a trailer before. Wow. I just I went in a clean, quiet slain. place. And this movie are the two best cinema experiences wow. we've had this year. Wow. I mean, it's not that Transformers movie or whatever else you like. <laughs> I might and, be with you on that. And no, for those, those are the two best movie theater experiences I've had this year. There hasn't been a lot of great stuff. Before we went into American Animals, I knew nothing of this movie. I knew nothing. I didn't I read anything about it. About I didn't watch a trailer. I only knew which I was wrong. <laughs> which were way wrong. I only knew I the poster. Guns. <laughs> At some point, there was guns in it, but there was no. How did guns. you even get guns? Oh, hold on. There was a gun. Actually, there was a gun. There was gun one. is actually one of the main points I have in the movie. <laughs> I don't even remember the gun. He pulls a gun on the police officers, and they're like, "Oh, okay, you're you're rich and white. This is fine." <laughs> but this pulls a gun on us. We're okay. Yeah. This is based off of an actual event that happened. Oh, actually, you're in very right. I know I'm very right. I thought that I you would have been that, shot at that time. That was the scene that made me go, oh, this movie is not what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. they don't actually say anything in that scene, but, I, but I like your scene. thing you said. No, no. As no. soon as I saw it, that's when I go, if he was not rich or if his skin was not white, he would not survive this yeah, instance. Yeah, I totally all. agree. All of them. Oh, all, and, then, and then from that moment on, all of the rest of them, like, oh, 
this is a different movie than I thought it was. And that's that that was the scene that actually got it, the gun. And th- this is based off an actual event that happened. An actual event of morons. In, <laughs> pretty much. In Lexington, Kentucky at the Transylvania University for college kids that <laughs> had this stupidest... Well, I laughed at him a lot of the times. I, I, Warren was... Well, it, I laughed at him because it was... He was so absurd in his thinking. Well, even... Would you say that you guys have that person in your life? That I laugh at? No, no, no. That you laugh at. But that can get you to do things. That is so charismatic that it can get you... Oh, really? Who who is the person? It's just a friend. Well, they're not friends with me anymore. Well, I'm interested in that. That that personality was actually more intriguing to me than the other ones because I'm like, this guy who we're all watching as silly, as dumb... But he got four other people oh, I, to do something. And remember the oh, one guy. Oh, I didn't guy, think he came across as dumb. Well, and, I didn't. Uh, well, and like, the one guy said, I just wanted to be his friend again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. And right. He, had, like, he hadn't talked to him. That charismatic personality. Oh, no, he yeah. said he, hasn't, he hadn't talked to him in a long time. And then all of a sudden, like, it was just like a snap of a finger. It's like, oh, what about, let's do this thing. Like, mm. right. First, he got him to steal a bunch of meat from a. Right. All right, so where do we start? Where do we start? Where, cinna, cinnamon Toast Crunch. Where, where do we start with this conversation? If, if I'm Cinnamon Toast Crunch, there's no play on words. It's cinema, cinema Toast Crunch. CTC. Cinema. Um, where do we start? I mean, yeah. I think we start where Brad was starting, which is sort of saying what the, <laughs> what the, the movie the, was. What, yeah, well, what it's right. based on. So I'm not good at that. Start with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, obviously. <laughs> Well, I mean, so I think it's 2004. Is that right? When, mm. um, when this flip happens, when this takes place, when yeah. it takes place, flip phones. and I don't know. Basically, it's the idea that, like, at Transylvania University, there is a special room in their library that houses some very valuable, very books. rare Darwin, very rare books. species, yeah. species and Audubon's original Audubon. book of paintings of birds. Which is aren't there more? Bars. Aren't there more than just the one though? More than one book of Audubon's paintings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, because I think I've seen one, well, and I would definitely wasn't there. Well, they took two volumes at least. But I think that was supposed to be like the original. First. Well, oh, okay. clearly, yeah. because the book was so big that they had original paintings in the book. No, I mean, I'm book saying like, I think he made multiple copies. Oh, yeah. At one, I think he also went on to paint m- much more than just what yeah. was in that. I mean, the idea is that it's, you know, it's it, this stuff is housed in this room at the uh, in the library. It's a not heavily guarded room. Yeah, it's one librarian. Because who wants to steal books? Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, this one kid goes on a tour, right? He's really into art, and he hears about how much this book is worth, more or less, and tells his charismatic friend, who's like, basically, hey, life is boring. Don't you want life to be have more meaning than just day to day? Yeah, it's like. So he runs to Blockbuster, rents a bunch of movies. About heists. About heists. So do you then you consider both uh, based on this conversation, the Warren character to be the I, I get that he was the spark. He's the driving star- force. He was the spark that oh, started yeah. the spot, the, the, the fire. But do you think he was the driving force? Because I yes. was thinking yes. the Spencer 100%. character. No, I think the no. movie's about Warren, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. mainly. E- even the way the movie started out when they first this movie is a mix of the actual people that that tried to do this heist and act which is so it's, and they do in a brilliant way so it's so a mix of before we talk about any of the rest movie. of this movie i think this movie was amazing i loved it i gave it five stars on my app but uh, 
I, I and this is where you disagreed. I'm thinking, Brad, that this movie was all about all about what a white privileged person gets when they get in trouble, when they they get wanderlust and they want more of the world than what the world's offering them. I mean, that and part of in it the I end, they still win. They still win. Yeah, they I don't think it's win. all about that. I mean, I think that's part of what it's. I right. Think, I, I think, think that's the, part the, of it, but I don't driving force behind what happened. I don't think they really yes. won in the I, end. What did they lose? Tell me what they lost. They all. The only thing they lost was seven years. They're still seven in their, years that they're still like in their twenties. Them fine. Right, they're either in their late twenties or early thirties. True, but I don't but, think that's what the movie's about. I mean, I think yeah. that that's what the movie. I think that's what the. Rea- I, I think that's what the reality is. And about. this is what I, I want to hear yes, you talk I about, Cinematoscrunch. You had a phrase at the end of this film. I did that. That that I actually latched onto more than my white privileged yeah. phrase. I hope you remember it. I do remember it. Oh, good. What was it? Your phrase was the. It's called American Animals. Because uh, the American animal instinct is individuality. Right. That what they oh, they, they already were the they got sports scholarships. They were already smart. They already got into the schools. Right. They were already they were so, successful, but they weren't individualized. And the American animal is individuality. Right. The American animal is is the idea that you have to stand out as unique for some reason, mm-hmm. right? And I and I think that part of what the movie ends up being about is that really the system they've been stripped of this. they feel like they have no meaning their lives don't really matter they don't amount to anything even if their lives are pretty easy mm-hmm. frankly and they're like these it's lives are boring easy. and and so the american animal yeah is the one that's they're driven to well we've got to stand out mm. so the question i have for you caleb and yeah. you Sorry. brad as fathers of boys yes. do you feel like you were perpetuating that thought or do you feel like you're fighting that thought or do you feel like your kids are going to be in that boat of well what can i do to just feel alive that's what they wanted right they wanted to feel alive they didn't i would say so they it wasn't about them wanting to heist something they certainly didn't want to violate a woman yeah that was the that was the worst part of the film that that's where they they just just, wanted to feel different Can we just say violate a person because i think that they would true yeah they didn't. They didn't look at it as like they. They didn't hurt want to a hurt woman. Anyone. They didn't yes. want to hurt. They didn't want to hurt. They anyone. just, but they wanted right. to feel like they were doing something different. And because so, my new thought since the movie that night, I was really into white male privilege. Tonight, I'm into masculinity mm-hmm. and what we've made it and what we've not made it. Well, right. That movie and is the worst of it. Yeah, and I do think that to a certain extent, you can say like that in that movie that they start, especially Warren, start like feeling like they're emasculated. Right, kind of. like that. The way they all that, felt the, like the way that well, they even the Spencer character men, said, right? The, the, the when Spencer was out, but the thing that got him back in was, "What are you going to do with your life? Your life is nothing." Right. Yeah, you're just going to go on, and then you're going to die. Yeah, they're not living up to being the the American male animal. <laughs> and so the way it actualizes is in a stupid, idiotic way. Yes. And what I feel like, and this gets a little real. But even with you, Cinemaiden, the female on our team, yes, is that you are experiencing a world of the same people, yeah, the same men being stupid on the the Mash dot coms or whatever else, saying dumb things to you because they are they're trying to be individualized, but in a so off or selfish bent or skewed or selfish it's way. It's a selfish so that it. 
that that my thing is I feel like we have done a very bad job of raising men to be good people. They're only off. But what that's what's interesting about this movie is that they kind of are good people in it. But good based on like, what standard? Good in the sense that they have a sense of we don't want to hurt anyone. We actually mm. feel bad that no, anyone got I think hurt. That, I think that that actually makes it worse. Right. So now, please talk about your your text afterward because I actually think that's that's pretty important. So I said that this movie just sums up in a very very metaphorical way every romantic experience I've ever had with a white male. Little effort, little research into what you're actually doing, and little payoff and a really sad ending. Mm. I hope like they just was... expect everything to be done for them. Right. They expect women to do things for them. I'm just saying like in my life, like men generally my age, they expect you to look a certain way, act a certain way, even though they act all mm. quote unquote woke. They're like, Oh yeah, women can be themselves and like be in the workplace. No, I can, I get called right. the B word all the time because I'm not that like typical right. woman that they expect. Cause ha- would the movie be a completely different story if the librarian was a male yes i think it absolutely yes. would yes it'd because be a different they, story they, probably they victimized her more for being a woman oh i oh that's interesting because i think that they mm. felt worse about it because she was a woman yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I was gonna say I'm if he was male they probably would have been more violent towards him correct i'm saying victimized as in the mentality of she's a victim she had no power if it was a man they would feel like she that they, they, he had more power mm. They're taking away her power, saying we did these things to her because she has zero power. But I, but didn't you feel like I almost felt like just because of the lack of women in the movie, they're like the only women One in the woman, movie. Right? Was there? No, is there, there any other women? So there, it was only mothers. I think mother. There's so two like mothers, mothers, right? Mothers and librarians. But the right? mothers it's, were very. Uh, they're not a big part of it, right? Well, yeah. One one mother. Really only one the, mother really left. Right. One mother left, and she was completely out of it within. Mm. Yeah, you're right. No female. But but that absence of parents and the absence, I mean, like parents are very peripheral to it, right? In a lot of ways, I I, I felt that like with the librarian, it's like, oh, this is sort of like, oh, this is like, you know, beating up my mom. I mean, I Mm -hmm. sort of felt like she was almost like. Yeah, but how messed up is that? How messed up is that? That you have to think of your mom to not want to beat up a woman. But, you know, what they did really well, the filmmaker was... Uh, so, so the worst part of the film. So, I have watched with Brad. You've made me watch Green Inferno. These intensely vile, like horror acts of like you know people ripping off fleshes and stuff like that. Where I'm like, oh, that's gross. And this scene where they actually do the heist, I had to cover my eyes a couple of times because I'm like, I can't watch how awkward this is and what they're doing to this woman. So that. The filmmaker did a great job of making you sense that this is no longer about stupid books and how we sell it, but what we're doing to a person and what we're, and, and, and how they made them sickly, like after the, the like the when heist. they dressed up as old people when they what, first went in. But even after the heist, they're like throwing up and they're yeah. like pale. Because their whole thing was like, we're right. not going to hurt anybody. We're not going to hurt anybody. No one's going to get hurt. I, just, I, I don't think, think their whole I thing was think, we're not going to hurt anybody. I don't anybody. think that that was it. It, it, was, it was, was repeated was multiple result. times. It was repeated multiple times, but I think that that's what they were focusing on. I think that they, they actually were throwing up because they realized, what the hell have we done? 
Well, but none we of just them... wanted to. We just wanted to do this for the novelty of it because we're bored in our lives. Right. We because don't actually want to because we're bored in our successful rich lives. Yeah, exactly. Like how messed successful. up is that? It's it's like traffic. Oh, all the drugs are at the rich white right, but, people's But but that's sort of the point, right? Is that the success is not measured right. for them by we have wealth and we yeah. have these things right. easy. Those things don't have any meaning to because them. they've always had that. Oh, I've always been the star of my sports team. Now I'm doing that in college. Who cares? Wasn't well, it interesting that you have him there, Warren, there on a sports scholarship and you never see him play sports once? Mm-hmm. And not only that, he literally doesn't go to play sports. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. how worthless it is to him. That's how meaningless mm. this sort of, again, traditionally, like, right, this super masculine, like, right. I'm so, the star, like, what? And again, boy, I'll, whatever. I'll bring up, it's brought, it's been, as I've, process this movie all week which is why i rated it a five because i processed it most movies for instance jurassic world or you know infinity wars as is fun to talk about i've never processed how it works in my life in this movie i thought i have three boys what do i do to not make my three boys this freaking stupid like this (laughs) what do i do to make them say that there is like because i really do believe that if these these three men or four men in the movie had taken a canoe adventure on the wild colorado and fought nature and had to to hunt for their their food and and harvest and they would say oh there's more to life there's there's adventure in the world like there is bigger things. Mm-hmm. I think this and, just stands and back. And I really do feel like that when I see Captain Fantastic. Masculine. I'm like, if these guys were Captain Fantastic, oh my gosh, their lives would not have been. Let's rob a, some books and try to sell them to let's the rob book some people. Books. Like the well, sell, I, I sell them to went. the book people was the worst idea. We're going to sell them to the only people who would know that these books were probably stolen. <laughs> but they just went with the situation. What, what was in front of them and what so they could easily try dumb, to get an adventure off of. Well, right. But, yeah. but I mean, doesn't isn't it telling where where do their ideas come from? You said this at the very start, right? Movies. How do they research this? Movies. Okay, so I mean, yeah. that's the they idea, do right? research in movies. The so, idea right. is, well, I think one of the ideas here is that what you're trying to do is make your life a movie. I mean, yeah. how do you make yeah. meaning? How do you make your life exciting? Well, it has to be more like a movie. No, and life, well, life is not what, And the Warren character brought up several times, what's it going to, What? how's the end result? What's the end result going to be? Like, is it going to be something different than what we all, because well, if you go to college and graduate and get the job, you know the end result. Even the Warren stories were very much movie type things where he had to go to Amsterdam, mm-hmm. which did he really go do that or was it just I believe a story? actually he did. I don't think he did. I, I think, think he did. otherwise I don't think he would have ever come up with both authentication. Authentication. Mm-hmm. authentication, please. Thank you. Uh I don't think he would have ever came up with book authentication. I I don't that, know. That, that was the hole in that story. Like, well Well he, he otherwise why would they have ever went to the book? When he place? came back he supposedly had the email and when Spencer went to read it, he ripped it up and nobody but him Ever saw or contacted this person? Those guys were playing a little more innocent than they all were. That was so. That was my disconnect, which I think that maybe Brad, you didn't feel my disconnect. The entire movie was how they portrayed the real actors, like the way they had them dress, the backgrounds they had them in, Mm -hmm. and the haircuts they had them in. I I immediately the whole the whole movie was like, well. Clearly, they all end up okay. Yeah. Clearly, they all end up unscarred. Clearly, they all end up 
hipster. I, I don't think they're unscarred by any means. I, I feel like they are. This and, is a, a situation that the movie, the movie, them. Does, the movie does nothing with their prison life, so maybe they did, but we don't know. But according to the movie, nothing seemed to scar them. There was a moment of silence that they all had, like, oh, we shouldn't have hurt the lady. And there's a lot of them cracking jokes when when a they're when jokes. when it's the actual people and a they're lot interviewing of them and sort of going into this like idea of that it's all about living life as a movie and how do you create this story. I feel like you could easily take the real people and the actors and flip the roles and you wouldn't know. Right. It I wouldn't make a difference. Agree. The real people seemed every bit as much like movie actors up there as actors mm. did, I thought. And I think like, part of the humor is that this situation and this heist that they tried to do was completely stupid right. and ridiculous and they know it was like which brings up a good dumb. point uh, do you remember the quote you quoted it that night where the guy was like uh, the spencer character was like i kept waiting oh, yeah. for the he got he's like i, I keep, kept waiting for the insurmountable obstacle that would stop that would stop it stop right certainly he, something's going to stop right. this absurd and he plan. thought he thought it was over after the yep. failed yep. first attempt and Warren like, oh, seems to be the only one Which is scary totally to think committed. about crime, yeah. how crime really can happen. There really isn't an insurmountable obstacle that's going to stop it. For me, the movie was very serious and very scary and very, like, it made me want to take my boys and go, don't be so freaking stupid. But they won't. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I like to flip that question, I think it's interesting because you asked, like, well, what would my, you know, my son, like, I mean, you know, my first thought is not, He's not going to like rob a twelve million dollar book, but I did think. But, okay, I don't think. But I'm that like, so what is he going to do? What is he going but, to but what is he going to do to try to stand out? Right. And what is I he going to do? Why does it have to be about standing out, though? Because I think there's a pressure. I think there's a society I, I think pressure. And that's something that, that you well, need to teach your boys that you don't have to stand out. You can I, I, be I kind and so stand out in your own way. And that is why I feel like, oh, well, this is why I take them on the river every week. There is there is uncontrollable forces that we have to fight. There is battles you can win yeah. that have nothing to do with stealing. I think the idea art. of making them focus on how to stand out, I think that that is damaging. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be about theft mm. I, I mean you growing up what are some stupid things that you did to try to, to stand out as you were you know i got them ladies that's all <laughs> i ever did <laughs> girls were the only thing but i do think that's part of the american you know yeah landscape no, totally is trying is. to stand out but i think it's, it's a newer thing than what was before i think it was, oh yeah it's completely so different for us we in my young. 40s almost it was easy to stand out against my baby boomer parents who did nothing. They just, they stayed in their same job. They worked their same job and they worked until they retired. Whereas I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go with my passions. I, I feel this. I'm going to f- go with what I feel. That was a big deal for my, 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 I remember my dad being like passions. What is that? What yeah. My, with passions? my dad was the same way Yeah, because I'm like, I want to go so to art we school. We got to fight that. And he's older and it's like, why do you want to do that? That's right. Dumb. So yeah. we got to fight that with our kids who we've been like, Oh, well, whatever you think is fine. I, and that's how I've been with my job. I'm not pushing anything on you. I want you to free think. I want you to this. Like, will they feel well, and, different? And I, it's, with our kids, they're growing up in a world where anything and everything is at their fingertip in their mm-hmm. face all the time. It's you an have, instant gratification, which yeah. is also a well, giant problem. But the, so the, it's, the, it's the, be the irony is that different type this movie went out of its way several times to show you that this is not a tech generation that w- they were talking about. 
they went out of their way to be like, this is old school technology, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because they kept showing the flip phones. They kept showing how hard it was to communicate, how hard internet searching was, mm-hmm. like going to internet cafes because no one has it at their fingertips. So I feel like this movie showed you this is a different world, but not different yet. It, it was, it was, that's why it was very interesting. It made me very mad at the uh, American masculinity. The American masculinity that is whiny and sad and incapable. Everyone owes them everything. But it was interesting. It was interesting to me that that it didn't make it about women, though, which is part of what I thought was really interesting about the movie. Because if you if you take a movie and say, "Hey, it's a movie about four college guys," and it's called American Animals. Well, I like my or some just like, oh yeah, there's gonna be like women and whatever, and it's gonna be like, mm. you like know, there's you, a girlfriend ever, that, the, that, right. that, that pushed them out, and or they a make mother, it absolutely a, yeah. about the male relationships. It's about how the males are it's influencing one, one another. It's the, the the article that I read on. I don't know what they're called. They're like involuntary virgins, or like the like they want to be with women but they feel so emasculated by women because mm. the women are more empowered that they feel Ooh, like yeah. they can't I can't remember the term of that but I think that that has a giant thing to do with this mm. men don't feel like they can be men anymore right. which but is a problem the, because the, the, the two main characters Warren and Spencer their interactions they interacted mostly with their dads like Spencer mm, yeah. when his the mom dads, left right. and he's right, like right. why are you crying and he's like you know I've never seen him crying? crying and like Oh right, well, they right. Show, that's a why they show like that this. they show Warren that scene twice. At his dad, yeah, the very yells at him. The, well, the very first scene you see of his dad, oh, yeah, yeah, he can't Warren's talk and he starts dad. crying. Yes, and the second time he says, "Why are you crying?" Like you know that his dad's. A, we already knew his dad was a crier because of the interview. Like crying's a part of his dad. And no, uh, that, that's but he, he makes this is when the mother leaves. The dad. When the mother leaves, and and they, you're like, right. They make a big point of him yelling. At his dad, basically, like you're not being a man. Yeah, more or exactly. Less. I I feel like this movie does. Uh, that's after the first night. I was like white male privilege, the because of the gun scene, because of some of the other scenes. But as I processed, it was more no. This is masculinity, like what it's what the the unhealthiness that it's become like. Uh, because I do believe that there is beautiful masculinity. There is beautiful femininity. And the two work in harmony. This is how the world works. Yeah. This is how we jive, right, as a people. And we have disserviced our children. And But you had a thought, Caleb, not to be crude, but uh, homoeroticism, like, uh, that you thought. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say it's homoeroticism, but I would say that it's like, it, it's homosocial, let's say. I mean, it's the real love in the movie, right? Is between Spencer and Warren. I mean, the, mm. those are the two. Yeah. Who not are really Warren, because connected. you remember the one guy it's, said, "I hated him, but I just wanted to be his friend." Well, again. the other guy said that too. I just wanted yeah. to be his friend. The again. FBI guy, that that line kid, right? actually got mm-hmm. me more. Yeah, he just wants to be his friend again. There's something about that Warren character that was so charismatic. That sure, he just wanted to be his friend again. Well, and Warren is the one who, for no reason that's ever really explained, I don't think, mm. happens to know the guy who has money. Like, is somehow yeah. friends with yeah. him? I don't know how. Yeah, because like, Spencer everyone seems like to him, like right? Warren. Like, everyone him. likes Warren. But it, it seems really, really clear that it's like Spencer and Warren are, I mean, they're the ones who like really love one another. They're they've, the ones who are very connected. You have this feeling that they've known each other for a long time and that, that 
you know, they may have had a falling out before, but it, I feel like there's always Warren comes back and like. So they, here's the deal. It's like they, they they come back and it's like they've never been apart. Right. If a friend comes to me right now, I, I just thought of this. If a friend comes to me right now, I was like, dude, I want to do a heist and I have <laughs> an idea. I think I could get this done. I'm processing right now. Would I be involved or would I not? And I think I would. Well, do you I think would you, listen to. Is the that plan? bad? Well, would it be like Spencer, where it's like, well, clearly this is not actually going to happen, so I'll go but, along with this for fun. And I think another part of it is the the glamorize that that you've seen mm. of heists. I mean, like from movies. In your mind, when you think, do you want to do a heist? Like in my mind, I'd think of like Ocean's Eleven and be like, oh. It'd be something cool like that well, and you're damning the man right the the big guy the rich guy the powerful is the bad guy in oceans 11 so you're okay with and, and i wouldn't think of him. it like that i would just think of just the glamorized like oh it's cool like mm. i want to be like brad pitt in a suit and eating chips all the time or like well and the strongest Matt scene Damon. of this movie i think that the the climax literally of this movie was the librarian peeing in her pants like they showed it, they made a very clear scene. Yeah, that was horrible. That was. they show where you're like, how they have terrified yeah. this woman. They have terrified her. We're, we're, we know their we know their motives. We know that their motives are oh, they're just stupid kids doing this. But they have terrified that. that woman, and that's the the pinnacle of the movie. I feel like where, where the movie reaches. And, its and I, I, point. I read a little bit about the actual events after seeing this movie and the librarian did not do any interviews and did not want to talk about it until just recently before this, because she was so freaking terrified because, because of what happened and it had to change her life. It just affected her. And think about what it did for her children or her spouse or whoever else she's with, like what it did. And that's the uh, going back to the masculinity or just people in general. But I'm only thinking masculinity because of their boys that they just don't give a crap about other people. Like there's a there's a part of our world that says what's me is mine. I need to be individual. I need to get this and other people are not important. Because the theme of the movie was I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But he calls him up there and he does it. Part of it anyways. Well, notice that he can't do it until someone guy in front comes of up. So he can so, so he's he can supposed prove, to do it on his own. Right. I think part of it was to show like look, I can't do this. Oh, and I, that's interesting because I thought else. it was like he couldn't I it was the opposite. bring himself to do it. I thought he couldn't, he I couldn't see, I do it without the other guy there. I, I don't I, think he could, but then he. it was like the other guy came in and it was like all of a sudden he well, could he do it. Another, he, well, needed he needed another, he needed an accomplice. Yeah, yeah, he needed a backup. He couldn't do it by himself. Yeah, I thought he was like the leader the whole time and yeah. big talk and then well, he finally gets oh, yeah. to this. Because in the old man scene, he made eye contact with her and that's when he backed out. He had nothing to do with the other people in that room. It had everything to do with he made eye contact with her. And the, I feel like the movie yeah. was very clear about the eye contact. It, I think at that, at point, that it point, it made it it made it more, more real for right. him. Like, oh, this is that we're actually dealing with other people. Right. So now we just, could get into drone technology about how not making eye contact with just <laughs> drones is the worst thing we could ever do as a nation to wage war in other countries. But you can't. I mean, I feel like I, you can't hurt someone <laughs> when you look there in their eyes. Exactly. But see, I don't want to go back to your thing about like both of you, uh, Cinemaiden and Justin. The part about privilege is this is it's where privilege. I feel like the movie contradicts itself mm. because I think that 
the whole plan up until it all happens. It's this whole like romantic, exciting thing for them. But then when they actually do it, they completely, they de-romanticize it. So they mm. do this stuff with like, yeah. you know, her peeing in her pants. They do it with him throwing up afterwards. They do, but yeah. I think the movie immediately undercuts that because I think that it gets quickly de-romanticized, but then that's undercut by that, yeah, but now you're interviewing like the real guys and it kind of seems honestly like, yeah, they have some regrets, but like it was this kind of amazing adventure. Right. And basically, the See, movie that's focuses the, uh, mostly yeah. on the amazing adventure and only a little bit on the part that's right. not great about it. You're exactly it, right. Because the whole time I was waiting, I knew the whole time I was like, I know at the end of this movie, they're going to the, be fine. The backdrop, no, no, no. The backdrops behind them were going to like melt away, and you would see that they're still in prison, like regretting what they did. But I was like, oh, no, this really the the cool tool shed and the cool writing room and the cool whatever else you're in. Oh, that's really where you're at. That's not an illusion. I I really thought it was going to be an illusion. I thought they were going to because they were so particular about how cool they all are or how well they all are doing from the very get go. Like the guy with the cool hipster haircut and the flannel shirt. All of them. I was like, you all look fine. None of you will have any sort of indication that, because, you know, I know what people look like when they have not done well in the world and they were not them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, at the end of this movie, it's all going to melt away and you're going to see what they really are living in. But it wasn't so. They really did succeed fine. So I don't think it actually contradicts itself. I think it actually holds true to the fact that... Well, hopefully that's the story they were telling. I don't know. It's the story I got. I think it continues on the white privilege of like, oh, yeah, well, it sucked. They did a thing that was terrible. They terrorized a person, and then they're all good. Because I I keep coming back. Every time I've talked about this movie, which has been several times since we saw it, I feel like if their skin was darker, their skin was brown, or if they were poor... Either or, the outcome would have been way different. I also don't think that they would have as much regret. They wouldn't be telling their Netflix story. If the librarian was not a woman. Mm, That's good, too. You're right. Because think about how you think about how those boys would look at the woman versus how they would look at a man. Right. They wouldn't feel as guilty about a man. Well, I think even in terms of them even committing the whole thing in the first place, like, oh, it's just this woman. It's this dude. It's this dude. Right. Right. Like, if they just said this is this dude. But all in all, the the actors, I think, did a fantastic job of displaying the stress that would go on yeah. in that situation. Yeah. Like, I felt it. I felt the intensity of, like, yeah. this is how I would be in this situation. Like, you use your cell phone, you freaking moron. You were like, yeah. uh, it was, they did a good job of the intensity. I never... I never applied the title of the movie to all the situations that you said. It was like, oh, yeah. American Animal. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I, I think I just assumed an animal because of the Audubon book, but like American Animal, like this is the American well, Animal. Well, I, I was asking Brad before the podcast started. I'm like, did you notice like how many times they zoom in in the movie mm, I didn't on notice. Predator and Prey? And they'll show like the talons of the thing. Yeah. Mm. And I said, so, okay, so if you ask yourself, who's the predator and who's the prey in this movie. And I think that, I don't think that's, I don't think mm-hmm. it's clear necessarily. Yeah. Like, like to me in some or ways, it I feel like Warren's so the predator. Yeah. Levels. 
and everyone right. else is, and the other guys are the prey in some right. ways. You it know, could it's, also be like know. a metaphorical, like they're right. just getting the the claws of like feeling like you're gonna go into the abyss and not matter. If that's mm. but yeah, I, I feel like it applies. As, like Warren is preying on Spencer, who's preying on this librarian, who's preying on a system, who's preying on college, who's preying on sports. Like it's all a building preying. Of what we, yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> in the end, that makes for a great movie. I thought fantastic film, and I still think the I whole like movie is about guys. storytelling, which we didn't even know. Oh, That's yes. what I think the whole movie is about. Oh, great job of storytelling! The whole, oh, great I, job of storytelling. I, but I think the whole movie is about. How do you tell a story and how do you know if it's real or not? And who makes oh, those yeah, decisions? Oh, yeah, that's a good another layer Because to that. I think in the end, when you have the, you don't know if Warren actually went there or not. And I think the more, and when they, when Spencer at some point says something like, I don't know if that's my memory or if that's something that mm. Warren told me. Mm. I think over and over again, the more yeah. the movie goes on, the more it's like, oh, wait a minute. This is Warren's story. Well, and Warren has shaped this. We don't know. Mm what's happened he's the director and how how often did at that moment did you find yourself going to how many times have i shaped my story to someone oh yes oh that's exactly where i went yeah now now you know the whole movies but seek it out anyways yeah watch it good let's move into some at home recommendations cinemaiden started off with some korean tv Korean TV. I don't know if I've already mentioned it. I'm watching Boys Over Flowers. Oh, that, that one. That one's great. There's I do boys remember and there's that. flowers yeah. okay. and they're over top of I'm them. also watching uh, The Bride of the Water God. Also Ooh. a good one. Well, you know, The Water God Also a good one, guys. Seems like one I might have to stay up late to watch. I mean, what's a water god if he's not married? Right? Also, I'm watching this mix show. It's like American Idol in Korea. It's called Mix 9. It's, uh, it's quite weird. They're three hours long. Each episode, mm. there are approximately twenty episodes. Three hours? Yes. Jeez. Quite weird. I How? think this obsession you have with oh, Korean you know TV—it's quite do. weird. I, bet they don't I just have an out. app, and I just click on random I things. I bet they in don't it. weed out before you, the you actual show, so they just all? show you all I did, the trials. I don't trials. watch the three-hour one. I watched oh, one God. episode of it, and I fast-forwarded a lot of it. I love she Korean TV, them. and I love Korean movies. I've never watched Korean TV. I must admit, it's so good. I love. I love all of it. Sounds. Yeah, no one else likes it. It's Three fine. hours of American Idol. I no, can't wait. okay, I didn't actually watch that one. I watched maybe like twenty minutes of it by fast forwarding a lot. All right, okay. Bradford, what's yours? I have I've watched a few things, but nothing that's like, oh my gosh, you need to go out and watch this. I recently watched Tao on Netflix. I saw that. I saw that advertised. What's it about? It is about a man who kidnaps people. To try to get his AI that he has in his house to like learn more, I guess. So like ex machina. No, so like a kidnapper. (laughs) No matter what, and of course, no matter what you put at the end of it, he's still a kidnapper. Still a kidnapper. There's one girl that needs to try to escape, and then she starts befriending this AI. It it wasn't bad, but it it wasn't one that I'd be like, oh my god, it was so good. All right, well, Justin. Mine's an encouraging film. Just one this week. Just one, I promise. Wow, just? I don't Just one. one. I promise. It's called Faces Places. It is a French film, but it's a documentary of these two artists. We're cultured. It's two artists slash photographers who have traveled Europe, and they go to different towns, and they find the stories of that town, and they basically do Banksy-style 
graffiti where they're pasting these printouts of pictures they've taken of the maybe it's miners maybe it's you know just workers of the town and they put them on the big walls or and it's in all these small like real rural towns and the, and then it shows you the people where they're like crying like man this is beautiful this is amazing that they did this and it's really really well done and mm. well it's an inspiring story what's it called again faces places so they just mm. go and meet a bunch of people and their thing is we'd like to hear a bunch of stories and meet people so they do that and it's That's pretty, pretty awesome. cool and where'd yeah. you watch it where'd you watch this on the netflix on the netflix, netflix, the netflix. It has it. their faces places ctc caleb i think you are sorry cinnamon toast crunch I think you would really like that. Cinnamon, 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 Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> you should watch it. You would like it, I think. Okay. All. Thank you. Special guest, do you have yeah, a uh, recommendation for us? Yes. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in the middle of watching. I'm now in season two of Love Hate. Which I want to watch. Um, Season one is on Amazon for free, and you have to pay for the other seasons, but mm. it's... Uh, Kind of great. Takes place in Ireland. Young Irish gangsters. Um, and basically one of those things where like, I don't know, like lots of drugs and violence. And every time someone so, hurts someone, that ends up leading to more violence. Season than, two you know, of Sons of Anarchy when they all go to it's, Belfast. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's Sons of Anarchy when they all, yeah, it's when they all go to Ireland minus the Sons of Anarchy. Hmm. Anything else you want to recommend or That's go, it. Just go watch? One. Well, Bases, I want to thank I want to thank our special guest Caleb for coming Cinnamon on to uh, talk about this movie with us. It would have been fun. I would say, don't forget <laughs> I don't to go. Know if I'd say fun, <laughs> well, but definitely intriguing. It's been a time. It's been it's it's a different episode than what we normally it's have. It's been real. Nice. It's been fun. Can't <laughs> go, say it's been real go fun see though. Those Avengers movies. <laughs> Okay, maybe not fun. It was a nice it was a nice change of pace for us. Yes, I I agree. Well, thank you for inviting me. (laughs) And I will say, make sure you go to wearethecinemaguys.com. You can do all kinds you can contact us, donate to the show, subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. But thank you for listening. Until next time, maybe we will see you at the movies. Are we strain a little bit, Brad? Did you just shush so us? So hold on. I did. So you thought we were on a track, said, said, and now you thought we've gone off that track a little bit? Well, I said, I let's didn't even know we were on American a track. Animals. So we were on a track, but kind we talked of. about another. Kind so there's one track, and we're, I think we that you had one wheel on the other track. I think maybe it's my two track wheels. And only my track. Maybe yeah. two. Did you say Logan Lucky at some point? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs>